From ancient times, the power of food has been well known to heal and prevent disease. Within the last 100 years, we have lost touch with these ancient powers and strayed from true health, simply masking symptoms with pill after pill. Discover the secret of health and vitality by simply eating foods that energize, alkaline, and empower. Prevent disease, reverse age, and live longer by consuming what ancient cultures have been consuming for years. We are not discovering anything new, rather rekindling the knowledge and wisdom that is already there. We will go over these forgotten treasures and secrets and more on eLive Food where we believe in food for energized living. Tonight we have a great speaker and I'm going to just introduce her right now to you. Uh, she uh, encourages her clients to attend Carnivores Anonymous meetings for compassionate support while transitioning to veganism. Julie is a vegan entrepreneur who owns Eli Food, which provides plant-based products, recipes, and nutritional consulting for individuals, restaurants, and corporations. Julie's path is one of the wounded healer. That's a very, that's a term that I love, I, you know, because she really knows what it is to be wounded, so she knows how to help people, essentially. Born into a vegetarian family that practiced Ayurvedic medicine, she noticed adverse health effects when they moved to the United States and adopted the standard American diet, or SAD. After recovering from a fibroid and watching both of her previously healthy parents die of illnesses, she decided to take her diet, her life, and her family's health into her own hands. Now, Julie offers nutritional consulting and corporate wellness programs. She has a line of vegan, organic, gluten-free superfood products sold in many local stores. Transformation happened because she followed her heart and was patient with herself. Learn more about eLive Food at eLiveFood.com. And here we have Julie. So thank you, Dr. Marilyn Kroplick, President of In Defense of Animals, for introducing the Carnivores Anonymous program. And now over to Julie Atri. Thank you so much, Marilyn. It meant so much coming from you. Um, as I don't know if you guys know or not, Marilyn is um, uh, a doctor by trait, so she knows both sides of um, the industry. You know, being a doctor um, and now being vegan, and for many, many years, and I think still now, doctors aren't really taught about nutrition or. Uh, really taught to focus on nutrition. Although any illness that we have or any illnesses that our body um, attracts is due to poor health, I mean poor diet. And poor diet definitely reaches um, its way to poor health in all of us. So um, a little bit about myself. Uh, I was born a vegetarian. And I was a vegetarian until about 15, 16 years of my life. My, I was 15, and then all of a sudden here I am in high school in the United States. 
Um, I was actually, let me back up a tiny bit. I was born in New Delhi, India, um, and both my parents were vegetarians. Our, our whole family was vegetarian. We're Indian vegetarians, so we do eat dairy. Um, but it's a huge difference in the dairy that we ate and the dairy in the United States. We knew exactly where our milk came from. We made yogurt at home. So there was nothing in our food that we couldn't pinpoint where it was coming from or um, where it was bought because we made everything. So it was a whole different life. So when I came to the United States, it was exciting because um, you know it was a whole brand new world and so many things to discover and so many things to eat. Um, so uh, I came here and I gained weight suddenly. I mean, within the first six months, I gained quite a bit of weight. And at the time, um, nobody cared. Nobody, you know, my family and my parents, they were just like, oh, this happens to everybody. You know, it's just people when they come to the United States, they just gain weight. Nobody knew why. Why, why did I just gain all this weight? And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, so it was kind of like an accepted fact. But, uh, you know, my mom had a um, big Ayurvedic um, background and she practiced it and, you know, but as soon as they came here, basically kind of everything went out the window and nobody was practicing anything. Everybody was too busy working and, um, you know, that's all we did is worked, came home and we ate whatever, you know, we bought from the grocery store and nobody read any labels. So we were just moving along. And I started eating meat because when I went to high school, there was literally nothing to eat. I was shocked to see the food that we were fed in high school. I mean, I actually look forward to that frozen pizza that had like little weird shredded cheese on top. I mean, I don't know if anybody can relate to that or not. And um, it, was, it was not that great, but I looked forward to it because it was vegetarian. Um, so at that point, I had to make a choice. So I basically started eating burgers which is kind of, I think, the worst thing that you can eat now that I know. Um, so I started eating meat out of necessity. Then um, I was, you know, I thought everything was fine, but I wasn't at my optimum. You know, I would work out and um, I just didn't feel right. And there were times, you know, I went through some health issues earlier on, um, they weren't huge health issues, except the fact that um, I knew that there was something wrong with my diet or what. So I was visiting California and I fell in love with California. So three months after I was visiting, I moved out here um, and I went to design school. Um, and basically I stayed here because it was, uh, it was just, it was amazing. The, the food was different, the people were different, everything was different, it was like just the way of life was different. So I, I felt like I had found a whole new world and I didn't have to confine myself to doing what everybody else was doing or eating what everybody else was eating. So it was more than just food, it was, you know, it was food and it was frame of mind and it was um, what's, you know, everything that's around you basically you know, builds who you are and it, it creates your character and creates your diet and all the rest of it. So I started looking into different diets and different, you know, just basically different diets. And I um, met a friend 
who was、um, a physicist, and I was like, you know, I really, I, I really don't like、um, eating all this meat. And at the time,、um, I was.、Uh, I was a fashion designer.、Um, after design school, I had started my own clothing line. So I was going up and down the coast, and I used to go right by that feed on Highway Five. If anybody's gone by there, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. And、um, it's it's the worst thing that it's the worst smell and the worst feeling. It's the worst thing that you can drive by. And I was driving by it like I would say twice a month, at least once a month. Because I was doing shows and up and down the coast, so I, it really turned me off. I really started looking at what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why am I eating this?、Um, so I consulted a friend because there was times where I had stopped completely, like cold turkey, and、um, every month I would get this complete desire, like I couldn't stop but to have a burger. I had to have a burger. Or I had to eat a, you know, some kind of meat.、Um, and eggs at the time, you know, I was a firm believer that eggs aren't meat. Of course they are. You know, eggs not meat. Oh, eating fish is okay. But I, I, so today, now I know better, right? So、um, he basically, it, you know, showed me a way where、um, I could overcome that addiction of wanting to eat a burger. Which is by supplementing with herbs. So,、um, you know, he introduced me to all these different herbs where I could supplement that deficiency, if you want to call it that. It was more of an addiction rather than a deficiency.、Um, so, I did that. So I basically stopped eating eating meat, and、um, but I was still traveling. I was still traveling、um, across the country with my line. So. Uh, it, it was it was interesting how easy it was to be whatever you wanted to be or to eat whatever you wanted to eat in metropolitan Los Angeles, but you go to New York City and you're back to base one again, <laughs> right? This is going back to the 1990s, and I hadn't been back.、Um, I grew up on the East Coast in Boston area, and I hadn't been back to the East Coast. Um, and every time I would go traveling, it would be a big situation because I'd, I'd, again I would have nothing to eat. So then I resorted to eating fish. I was like, okay, well, you know, if I eat fish, it's not as bad.、Um, so then, for many many years, that's what I did.、Um, I ate fish and eggs, and you know, I, I thought that was better. So you know, what you think is better just is just relevant to what you know. Right or it's relevant to what you can do and what you think is possible.、Um, then、uh, another turning point came in my life, where I went through some some really difficult times. I was pregnant with my daughter, and、um, I was treated with a, a fibroid, and the fibroid was as big as a grapefruit.、Um, and at the time,、uh, there was nothing that could be done about it. So.、Um, Then it really、um, made me look at myself again. I was like, "Well, why, why, why am I having this? And why, you know, how did this happen?" And so it, again, it started. You know, I started looking at myself and you know what was going on with me mentally and、uh, physically and exercise-wise and food-wise in every single way. You know, it just really gave me 
that you know wake up call yet one more time. So after my daughter was born, a um, couple of years later, um, I basically went through a surgery, which um, you know got rid of the fibroid. At, at, at first, they were thinking that they should just. Um, wait until a certain age so that the fibroid shrinks but then um, and they were also thinking that there was nothing uh, it wasn't doing anything uh, that it was it, everything was fine it wasn't affecting me in any way shape or form but then once they finally did an MRI they they realized that it was squishing all my organs because I was completely drained of energy I had no energy so then I had to go through this operation now after that um, Basically, uh, my dad passed away, and it was a sudden heart attack. It was something that, that just happened very quickly. Uh, it was not expected. But when you think about you know, what's expected and what's sudden, he had gone through a heart surgery. He wasn't watching his diet. He was overweight, and he wasn't exercising even after bypass surgery. So um, you know, everything has its price. So basically, he passed away, which was hugely tragic because I was very, very close to my dad. And um, then, uh, a year and a half later after that, um, my mom passed away. Now, prior to her passing away, she had been sick for many, many years. And um, all the medication that she was on, her medication was actually making her sick. So I read everything, every medication, all the side effects of all her medications, and every medication, the side effect of those was that they were creating another sickness in her body. So that really hit it home for me. Um, you know, my mom passing away really made me question every single thing. So I got a trainer, I was training four times a week, um, and yet again, I'm, I'm still, eating fish, so I'm still on the whole fish ride. Um, and my trainer, uh, basically, she would enforce that. She would tell me, like, look, you can't train like this unless you have enough protein. The, the whole protein talk is very interesting to me because um, uh, it's, it's not true. It's not true um, that you need as much protein as they think that you need, as you need. And protein needs to come from sources that also, that are whole sources. Protein doesn't always have to come from meat. It, protein is in everything, all minerals, and there's all kinds of nutrition and all kinds of food and, and plant-based food. So um, I, bu I bought into that. I continued to buy, buy into it, but part of me always knew that that wasn't really the truth because I always kept on going back to my early life and I kept on thinking that for the first 16 years of my life I had no meat and I'm extremely healthy um, I work out all the time and there's nothing wrong with me so why is it that I need to eat meat for any kind of reason whatsoever so one thing that my trainer did do though um, that she literally drilled it into my head as to how to read labels and she really taught me um, you know, she taught me how to eat, how to balance my diet, how to, how to read every single label, ingredients, and, um, you know, which is a huge myth. People could always go to percentages when they read a label, and that's what they want us to do. They, meaning the food industry, they want us to be confused.
-hmm. right? So the way to read a label is to go straight to the ingredient. And ingredient lists are listed in the, uh, in, in the um, order of most to the least. So the most amount of whatever ingredient that's in your food is listed first, or it, it's supposed to be listed first. So that's where you know what you're eating. So that's, that was an amazing thing that she did for me. And you know, I'm obviously very thankful the fact that I know how to do that. Now, but I had to quit. I had to quit her. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> right? I'm forever thankful, but I had to go. I had to go because I was, you know, the relationship wasn't moving forward and I wasn't fully convinced that I had to continue to be on the meat diet on the meat ride, I call it. So then I decided that, you know what? I'm going to do this myself. I, I'm not gonna listen to anybody. So I started basically reading books, reading different athletes and you know what they eat and, and basically. So th this book I really love and it changed my life and I'm forever thankful for it, is The Thrive Diet. Brandon Brazier is is a champion in many different ways. I mean, he's obviously a champion. He was the very first triathlon winner as a vegan. And this book is just phenomenal if you can get your hands on it. Um, it, it gives you recipes, it gives you explanation for every single thing and all the ingredients. So I decided, okay, if he can do it, I can do it, right? So there's no difference between him or me. Um, I can do this on my own. I don't need, um, so, you know, that's just kind of like my personality. Once I get something in my head, it kind of stays in my head. So this thing had been in my head for years and years and years of my life. So now I was ready. So even though I was ready, I was still giving myself, I was still being patient with myself and giving myself time and a break and being gentle to myself because what I, what I don't know, I don't know until I know, until I know it, right? So, and that's, that's the mentality that kept me moving forward, that I don't know what I don't know and I have to find out what I don't know. So, um, you know, I, I researched into this other uh, book, it was the four hour, um, four hour diet. Now, when I, um, I kept on reading all these different books and information so the thing that I wanted to find out was what could I stick to the longest right so what is in this book that I can say to myself okay I can follow this for a long long time mm. or forever in my life or I can follow some kind of version of this until forever right so I kept on coming back to the Thrive book and um, now um, I'm a vegan and I've been a vegan now the journey has taught me so much and where I am today is not an overnight thing it's not that oh one day I decided to do this and now this is where I am I feel that every experience that I've had in my life has contributed for me being here today and for me knowing what I know today so so I started researching farmers markets in my area and thankfully I live in 
Los Angeles, so we have tons of farmers markets, tons of fresh, fr fresh food and fruits and vegetables. So. I don't shop at a market for fruits and vegetables at all or for any hardly anything. So I hit the market every single week. So I started talking to the farmers, started finding out what they do, how they do it, who has organic food, who doesn't, and hearing their stories of how they work in the fields because that's kind of like where I started from, you know, from my childhood. Um, you know, my family had farms and even today my family has farms. So I know all of that and I, I have that in the back of my mind that that is a reality. So I constantly continue to fall back on that reality and that reality never proves me wrong. So I started, you know, talking and, you know, I have, I have tons of friends at the Santa Monica Farmer's Market and it was, it was the funniest thing because at this one booth, um, we always gather and we always bring whatever it is that we made. So I started making food and I started bringing food just like everybody else was, right? So I had been working on this one recipe for years and years. You know, I would work on it and then it wouldn't work, so I would leave it and then I would pick it back up again and leave it. So at this point, I had perfected it quite well. So I would bring my food to the market and, you know, we would get together at the end of the market. So it became so much fun and uh, it became a, like a society, like a culture, you know, that that's what we did and it was fun and we hung out and tried each other's food. So, so people started asking me, hey, what do you do with your food? <laughs> so I was like, I don't know, I eat it. What do you, <laughs> what do, you do with your food? Yeah. We, can't, we can't hold our food in our house because I'm the only one that's cooking and we have three mouths and we eat it before we can, I can make it. So I make it and we eat. And they're like, well, have you ever thought about uh, selling your stuff? And I'm like, well, no, but now that you say that, okay, I can think about it, right? Now that you put it in my head. Um, so, so I, you know, I was like, wow, that's really a good idea. And I, I thought to myself that what a great way to help other people. So people come up to me, they'll, you know, they'll bring their recipes, they'll ask me for this and they'll ask me for that. But um, I, just, I just thought that, was it, that it would be such a great service um, to put out products where I can, where I feel that if I was to go into a market and I saw this product, that I would be able to pick it up and eat it. And that's the product that I want to put, put out in the market. So then, you know, we, we got to a whole nother level of like, you know, getting products to the market and what kind of products and shelf life and this and that, which was a whole nother world to me. But, um, I'm sticking to my roots, so I figured out that you know different ways of packaging the product and getting it to the markets, and um, you know making sure that there's no need to compromise on the quality of the food. So why is it that we have shelves and shelves and shelves full full of food in the markets, and all of them have compromised the quality? So. That's a question that we should ask ourselves, right? And another question that I always ask, and you know, my nine-year-old daughter, um, I always ask her, like, did you read the ingredients? So we go to the market whenever we do go. Um, you know, I always ask her, did you read the ingredients? And that's my number one question to myself: Did I read the ingredients of what's in this food? Um, 
and uh, you know there's there's another thing that I keep thinking about that I had the base that I had of the first 15 odd years 16 years of my life where I knew that there was a way to eat and I had seen in my lifetime that there is there is a vegetarian way to, of life and there's so many people that don't see that there's so many people that don't have that reference um, and for those people the others have to be there for them somebody like me has to be there for them that that this is this is not this is just the reality that you know there are other realities out there that perhaps if you want to follow or you don't know them or you want to explore into them there are other realities out there and you can borrow you can borrow other people's experience and their realities um, to stay on 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 course whatever your course might be um, and that's that's my story thank you so much Julie thank you thanks for listening for more information connect with us on elivefood.com follow us on Instagram or Facebook Elive Food provides plant-based, high-nutrition, high-vibrational food for you to alkaline your body and energize your life. The ingredients used are locally sourced, organic, plant-based, gluten-free, clean, and items are found in specialty markets. You can also purchase on the Elive Food website.